0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is... We're going to make this kind of a weekly segment. I might end up doing one or two episodes per week, just kind of refreshing the news for you guys and making sure we're all up to date on the injuries, the players that are popping off at camp, any new trades or deals or things that go down. And if you guys have been on the internet or any social media today, you've probably heard Aaron Rodgers likely to come back to the Green Bay Packers. That's where we're going to start this video real quick. Uh, we'll, we're looking at Roto World, which is now NBCSportsEdge.com. And uh, let me just read for you what we got from Adam Schefter. He reports that the Packers are expected to restructure Aaron Rodgers' contract to address his grievances with the team while setting up his departure from Green Bay after this season. Uh, so essentially, when when the deal has not been officially you know we, we haven't been able to see the fine details of the deal but it sounds like Aaron's going to play for the Packers in 2021 this year 2022 he's still under contract with them and then essentially they're they're cutting off 2023 from his deal so they're going to they're going to basically just remove that nothing happens 2023 but 2022 that's going to be an interesting year because this gives the Packers the opportunity to trade Aaron Rodgers, or if Aaron Rodgers somehow chooses to stay and work on a new long-term deal, that is available as well. But. Both sides kind of giving a little bit, and it seems like Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Packers this year, which is going to make us very interested uh, in some of these pieces for fantasy football. So for 2021, again, we're still waiting for the final deal to be announced, but at this point it seems like it's all but done, and uh, we just got to wait for some of the the final numbers and and some things like that. But there's also a little note that Randall Cobb was one of the sticking points. Aaron Rodgers wants the Packers to trade for Randall Cobb. Don't know if it's myth or true or what. But we'll watch for that in the coming days. Again, everybody's reporting to camp on Wednesday. There are three teams currently in camp right now, and we'll get to some of their uh, notes and blurbs. But man, Aaron Rodgers is back. And before I get to some of these other notes, I just want to show you guys uh, on the fantasyfellowship.com. If you check out the the 2021 draft kit, $15 for the one time payment here. I have Aaron Rodgers updated here as my quarterback number four. And essentially, he's like tied with Dak Prescott and kind of Lamar Jackson. So he's going to be that fourth, fifth, sixth quarterback. Uh, for me and if you've been draft if you're drafting leaks right now you're probably going to get him as the eight ninth ten quarterback but i still have him as a top five qb as long as everyone's healthy on that offense it should be a lot of fun for the packers so rogers he's going to be you know top five quarterback this year uh aaron jones is my rb6 and i actually didn't even move any of my aaron jones numbers so i was already very high on him whether it was love or aaron Rodgers. he was just going to be i mean if anything he was going to be the offense if it was a jordan Love offense so Aaron Jones is my RB6. We got A.J. Dillon down here at RB39. For receivers, nothing changed for me. I still had Devonta Adams as my number one wide receiver by a good amount here, uh, maybe about 20, 25 points. Uh, And then the secondary receivers for Green Bay, Marquez Valdez-Stantling. He's going to be a fourth or fifth receiver for you, a guy you would definitely want on your bench. Alan Lazard, another bench guy. Uh, And then for tight ends, you got Robert Tunyon here coming in at tight end number 8. Um, So he's probably not going to be as efficient as he was last year. I have his touchdowns coming down, but I do have his receptions and his targets all going upward. So I like Tanyan at the back end of draft. So draft your Packers, uh, especially if you guys uh, haven't drafted yet. So let's get back into some of the training camp news. You know, there's a lot of teams just going through their COVID protocols and things right now. So there's going to be a lot of those kind of updates coming the rest of the week. Uh, Here's a note on Saquon Barkley. I know a lot of people are nervous about his health because all the reports are this He's going to be, it's like a long-term approach here. That's what they're saying with his knee recovery. uh, I'll read the full blurb here. Um, There's still reportedly a chance. Barkley is ready for week one, which simultaneously entails a chance that he's not ready. An outcome that really wasn't in the cards until this very moment. Um, So Saquon Barkley it sounds like they're going to take it easy with him at the beginning of the year, especially they they want him to kind of just ease into things. We'll watch his participation throughout the rest of camp. But if you're drafting in leagues today and you're using a top five, Saquon uh, top five pick on Saquon Barkley, it just makes you a little bit nervous because if, if they're going to ease him back in the first two, three, four games of the season, um and kind of limit his touches limit his snaps and kind of ease you know play with Devonte booker which could be uh, a good interesting best ball pick but saquon barkley the first month he might have a little bit suppressed uh fantasy football numbers but if everything checks out and he's on a healthy timetable you're gonna get a healthy saquon so for me i think it pushed him back just a little bit um let's see it pushed him back to he's basically my rb8 uh, which is fine. He's still you know a consensus top five running back if you're just thinking about you know real football in terms, but just this potential first month or so of football just easing him back in makes me a little bit nervous. I'd rather have some of the uh, the guys in the offenses that I really, really want to be a part of, whether that's Cleveland, Green Bay or Dallas. that's why those guys are pushed up a little bit. so we're gonna watch. Michael Thomas, uh, if you missed this one last week, uh, he underwent surgery in June for a cleanup on his ankle. There was some irritation irritation back at OTAs, uh, <clears throat> and he actually had surgery on this thing in January as well. So two surgeries post-season to get ready for this, and now he's going to be out for at least six to eight weeks, um, and then maybe another six to eight weeks after that, because he just needs 68 weeks to heal, and then there's going to be some time for him to have to ramp up and get into football condition. So there's... Uh, there's a lot of hesitation with Michael Thomas right now. He might not be ready until the middle of the season. So, where do you draft a guy like Michael Thomas? I kind of have him as undraftable, a guy with already coming in with ankle injuries. I don't really know who the quarterback's going to be. The whole situation in New Orleans makes me a little bit murky to try to draft a Michael Thomas in the seventh or eighth round and hope that he comes back and everything's good. Uh, I think I'd rather use my seventh or eighth round pick elsewhere. So for me, I'm crossing Michael Thomas off my draft board. You can take a dart on him if if things look good, you know, in the coming weeks, and we hear some good positive recovery things. Uh, maybe we you know maybe we bump him up and we try to make him a part of our draft plan. But for now, I am kind of avoiding. Michael Thomas, you see they signed Chris Hogan today to come in and compete with them. They're going to be dealing with, you know, Traquan Smith, um, Marquez Callaway. They got uh, Adam Troutman, the tight end there, of course. Let me just see who else I have projected highly for the Saints. Alvin Kamara is the guy you want, but as far as receivers, you got Trae Marquez Calloway, there's Michael Thomas, but Deontay Harris, Jawan Johnson, and a little Jordan Humphrey. I'm going to have to input Chris Hogan into these numbers uh, probably this evening, but I'm kind of just staying away from this offense outside of Kamara. We'll wait and see who the quarterback is. Maybe you draft Latavius Murray. If it's Taysom Hill, there might be more run focus there. Adam Troutman, interesting uh, tight end flyer for us at the back of our drafts. But let's keep on rolling here. Uh, Tutu Atwell on the reserve COVID list. Uh, big deal today for Jonathan Allen for the Washington football team, signing a four-year, $72 million contract. I really like the Washington football team offense, or defense. That's If you guys still use defenses in your fantasy football leagues, I think Washington football team is probably my number one rated defense to go and get. So I like, uh, I like targeting them. It's the NFC East. You know, the Cowboys are a hot team, but we'll see. Uh, this is a big one. Jamal Adams. Ian Rappaport is reporting the Seahawks and Jamal Adams are not close at all to an extension. So uh, he's going to participate in camp. We'll we'll watch this one closely to see if they can find a new deal for him to keep him in Seattle. Um, Here's a note on Daryl Henderson. Coach Sean McVay says he believes Daryl Henderson is an every down back, but emphasized needing to make sure he can stay durable. So I think the the rumor I heard was uh, he's not going to play in the preseason game. Here's the note, too, for McVay. It's never been an ability... It's never been an ability question with Henderson. It's about how do we keep him available? I can promise you you're not seeing Henderson in a preseason game. So they're stashing Henderson for the regular season, which is actually good news for his fantasy value because they're going to take it easy with him. They're going into the season knowing that this is their guy. He's going to be their bell cow. He slides right into an RB2 role for us for fantasy football. And it really depends on your draft, whether it's a 10-team, 12-team league. you know, are Are there people in your league that are going to let You know Henderson fall into the fifth round, I think that's where I become interested in with him as far as where I have him projected. And again, I might tinker with my rankings going forward, but right now he sits as RB22. Um, I think I I might actually want him over guys like Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, maybe Mike Davis. So for me, he's probably more in this Carson, Montgomery, Mike Davis tier. So we'll watch and see how the training camp reports are going there and see if they still sign any veteran running back. I don't know if they're going to, they have a, a handful of options at running back that they like on their team, like Xavier Jones and Jake Funk. Um, so let's see what happens with Henderson. But for now, he's the top 25 running back. Um, Hunter Long signs his contract. Landon Dickerson signs his contract. There's the Aaron Rodgers news. Um, Marlon Mack. Now, this one's interesting because if you are a Jonathan Taylor fan, this is a guy that might be worrisome for our fantasy ceilings here. So it says, Mack, who tore his Achilles in week one last year, looks to be fully healed following surgery in months of rehab. Uh, there's no obvious signs of having torn his Achilles, which is really good. He didn't practice in team OTAs, but uh, he's back and he's ready to go from day one of training camp. So this is interesting. You're going to see a healthy Mac, uh, Naheem Hines, and Jonathan Taylor all uh, compile and, and accumulate snaps in that backfield. Uh, Mac's a good player. And if if they, I mean, they gave him a $2 million deal to be this, you know, be back with the team as the number three. And uh, I don't know, Jonathan Taylor's going off in the first round of drafts. I'm just nervous because yeah, they have a three-way committee, kind of. They even used three running backs last year. I know Jonathan Taylor was ultra-efficient. He plays in the AFC South. He's got, you know, kind of some bum defenses in that division. So <clears throat> I really like Jonathan Taylor. But uh, there's a lot of questions with this offense, how it's going to look. Who's step at receiver? Is the defense line going to be better? Um, and we, now they got the uh, the question here about their star defensive linebacker, um, Leonard uh, Ladarius. Not Ladarius. I can't remember his first name. Leonard. What's Leonard's first name? Uh, but anyways, there's, there's a handful of questions that I have right now with the Colts where I actually have Jonathan Taylor as my RB10. Um, I still have him rushing for almost 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. I think his work in the passing game is going to come down. Carson Wentz. We love Carson Wentz. Uh, but Philip Rivers was the running back you know, king. He just hammered the running back passes. So I think that's going to come down just a little bit. But I still, top 10 running back, I just don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger in the first round. Uh, more Michael Thomas news. Uh, I really don't know how much more news we have. Uh, Chandler Jones requested a trade from the Cardinals. That's an interesting one. Here's a fun one uh, Trey Sermon, who, if you've been watching my stuff, we are a fan of Trey Sermon with the 49ers. If you guys. Our new, you should definitely subscribe, hang out. We'll be uh, we'll be going through this whole summer, and, and we'll help you out, help you out with videos during the regular season. Uh, but Trey Sermon, a note from the Athletics, David Lombardi. He says expects Trey Sermon to play the Tevin Coleman role previously held when healthy in 2019. Okay, so 2019. Let's go to our handy dandy FF today, and let's just look at 2019. And I'm just curious where uh, Tevin Coleman finished and how many points per game he averaged. And let's just look at his, his little time chart here. Um, so Tevin Coleman, he was RB 39 last year or in 2019, he did have 137 carries 544 yards. He rushed for six touchdowns and he also caught 21 balls, 180 yards and one touchdown. So he scored seven touchdowns, which is kind of a big deal. Almost 10 fantasy points per game. I think Trey Sermon's a much better runner, uh, an actual runner then tevin coleman so if they're going to give him 100 uh, essentially this is like 150 touches you should expect some good numbers out of trey sermon so let me read the full blurb for you guys here this would technically make sermon the 49ers starting running back however San Fran ran a true running back by committee in 2019 with coleman seeing a 42 percent snap share raheem mostert 36 and matt Breida at 31. lombardi expects that sermon will be used early in the game to help soften the defenses just like coleman was Mostert and perhaps others are expected to see more work as the opposition wears down So Sermon projects to have a valuable role in 2021, but given Shanahan's backfield philosophy, it is unlikely that any 49ers running back is able to dominate snaps in 2021. So that last sentence, with that said, we know Raheem Mostert is, he's at the point where he's being labeled injury prone. He just has not been healthy for a full season in his career. Uh, They don't have a third back there right now. They do have Wayne Gallman, but I have a feeling Trey Sermon's probably going to pop in the uh, the training camp days ahead. And they might just have to, like, once we see Trey Sermon in in preseason or any anything like that happens Trey Sermon uh versus Raheem Mostert in a little bit of mix of Wayne Gallman I think we're looking at a minimum of you know this 42% snap share uh we're gonna see a lot of Trey Sermon this year he's one of my favorite seventh eighth ninth round picks if you need a running back for your bench uh Eric Fisher on the active pup list let me see there's a couple other guys that were added to the pup list but here's the news in the notes that I care about the most Joe Burrow cleared for training camp. That's a great sign. We were unsure if he was going to be ready to practice day one, but it looks like all things are good to go. We love Burrow. We love Mixon. We love Jamar Chase. We love T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Who knows? I I think the Bengals should trade for tight end. Comment uh, below if you guys uh, like Zach Ertz to the Cincinnati Bengals to get them at tight end. AJ Brown with the knee injuries cleared for the start of training camp. I have no issues with AJ Brown. Let's hear how he goes the first week of training camp, but top five receiver season coming for A.J. Brown. Uh, there's more Aaron Rodgers news. This is a good one. Um, O.J. Howard, he wasn't cleared for the start of training camp, uh, but he's at camp, not practicing as he recovers. Uh, we're going to watch this because at the moment right now, Rob Gronkowski is their, really their only healthy tight end. Um, so if you're looking for tight end help from Tampa Bay, might have to wait a little bit for O.J. Howard to get ready. Uh, the Deshaun Watson thing, that was kind of the other main news today It was Rodgers and Watson in the headlines. Uh, Watson is reporting to camp today uh, and there's a lot of, you know, trade winds blowing. It sounds like the Philadelphia Eagles might be in on this. It sounds like the, uh, the Carolina Panthers are interested in getting a quarterback too. And then Denver don't sleep on Denver. If, if Denver wants to make a move uh, in the coming seasons, they can make that quarterback move uh, very easily. A lot of uh, the, the one that I liked though was Philadelphia. That seems to make a lot of sense. Uh, over the weekend, the Texans acquired Anthony Miller from the Bears. Kind of an interesting news because uh, Randall Cobb is their veteran slot receiver. He has a lot of money. And again, if we're talking about the Packers, we'll see we'll see what happens. This kind of makes sense. So they get Anthony Miller. Um, so that's definitely interesting. D.D. Westbrook signs with the Vikings. He's instantly like their number three wide receiver behind Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. I don't really care too much for fantasy football with, with their number three wide receiver, but we'll watch for training camp if anything happens to Jefferson or Adam Thielen, DeeDee Westbrook is going to have to be on our waiver wire speed dial. Uh, Justin Watson physically unable to perform. Uh, Cameron Brait physically unable to perform. Uh, Let me see anything else here. There's a lot of contract signings and whatnot going on here from the rookies. Uh, But Dak is back. The Cowboys, the Steelers and the Buccaneers are all under underway with practices right now. So we can check up on those training camp reports too. But I think that's going to do it for this video. I I mean, at this point, uh, tomorrow is kind of check-in day for uh, the majority of training camps. And then I think Wednesday is actually the first day of practices. So we're just getting rolling here, guys. This is going to be a weekly series here where I probably pump out one or two videos. I'm going to try to keep them under 15 minutes in the future. Um, So I don't know. Stay tuned. If you guys like this video, definitely hit the thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe if you are new. And uh, thank you so much for your time. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.